The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. An original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. the train and remain seated at all times. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, we're glad you're here. Find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. What an interesting week of Disney news. (laughs) Some really strange stuff has gone on, and things that we, uh, I, I guess, kind of did not expect, uh, especially when it came to the earnings call for the quarter uh, and everything. Yeah, that was kind of unexpected, in a way. Yeah, some of it. Some of it. Some of it we, you know, totally expected to happen. Yes. Like the uh, amount of money <laughs> that they lost. <laughs> that they lost was unbelievably bad. Yes. <laughs> In the millions. Yeah, I was 85% over Q3 last year for parks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. And then Bob Chapek just, you know, dropped a bomb on everybody during the meeting as well. Yeah. Uh, I hope that was scheduled. I hope he was supposed to say something. I'm sure. The reaction from some people, which we'll talk about later, seemed a little surprising. Like... He may have decided, you know, midway through the meeting to let everybody know, hey, this is going to happen or something. I don't know. I don't know why every every announcement has to be controversial. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. Very good point. But um, what, I, what I did want to start with this week is, is some good positive stuff uh, coming from one of the greatest Imagineers of our generation, Mr. Joe Rohde. Does he have a window on Main Street? It's a good question. I don't know if he does or not, to be perfectly he honest. He should have one. I agree with you 100%. Or is it like a posthumous, like after you've passed away type of thing? That's a good question. I bet you the uh, Discord people could probably answer that question. They're very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Not that we're not, but <laughs> we don't know everything. No. 
Uh, we don't claim to know everything. No. But we we <laughs> do want to start with a brand new YouTube series uh, that Joe is involved with, talking about the animal kingdom. I'm suspecting you know three, four, five episodes on the Disney Parks YouTube page. Uh, first one came out yesterday, and it was real interesting to hear the roadies. Less traveled is what it's called, <laughs> which I really whole, like. A whole family affair. It is kids and his wife and everybody's involved and they call it the windows of disney's animal kingdom theme park which is a kind of an inside look as to some of the workings in the buildings and creativity of the animal kingdom where they got their inspiration for some of the theming of mm-hmm. the park and everything else and i wanted to play that for you guys we're not going to play every single episode as it comes out uh, but we did want to start with this one and let you guys listen to it. It's very interesting, but I encourage you to head over to the Disney Parks YouTube channel and watch this for yourself. But take a listen to this. So the idea is we should be able to find something at our house that matches stuff where we've been and seen and stuff that's at Animal Kingdom. Um, like that's Animal Kingdom. That that's Drinkwater. Gorgeous. What's that? That was a Mustang. Huh. Um, wow. We don't have this, but no, but exactly. that's the Himalayas. That's Mustang. <laughs> There's a the Fast Pass building. Yeah. This yeah. is like the thing on the patio, though. That's cool. These that's windows. Cool. Yeah. Oh, let's look for windows. 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 And these are the windows at Animal Kingdom. That's not Animal Kingdom. That's Nepal. What? Yeah. Okay, cool. That proves it. We're going to do windows. The Kathmandu Valley is the source of a wood carving tradition that dates back probably 2,000 years and has served not just the people of Nepal, but the cultures of Tibet and India, even Bhutan. Um, Nawari is the name of the people, and um, they have exported themselves for centuries and centuries as wood carvers all through the Himalayan region. So this is a classic Nawari-style window with a little carved skirt on the bottom and these elaborate columns on either side, this very characteristic set of capitals, um, and then this sort of um, carved openwork screen. You see hundreds and hundreds of these in the Kathmandu Valley uh, everywhere. Uh, and it's a living tradition today. So the woodcarvers still work today. Uh, carving columns and lintels and windows like this, huge architectural uh, pieces. So when it was time for us to do Anandapur at Disney's Animal Kingdom, rather than us doing a whole bunch of designs based on us studying these windows, we went directly to these wood carvers in Nepal and commissioned all the wood from them. Columns, lintels, uh, bases, window frames, whole entire balconies. Um, and that's what you see mostly around um, Anandapur in the area around Kali River Rapids or over especially at Expedition Everest. The whole area around Expedition Everest um, was was carved by these uh, Nawari wood carvers from the Kathmandu Valley. Um, one of the most extraordinary pieces 
is the Mandir, which is that multi-story uh, pagoda structure. Almost the entire surface of what you see in that building came to us from Nepal. Now it came in this condition. Um, this is a window from uh, Nepal. Uh, brand new, fresh new. I got it at the Rose Bowl Flea Market here in Pasadena. Um, but then we would age it and distress it to make them look old and weathered as if they'd been there for centuries. And that's the environment you see now uh, when you go to Disney's Animal Kingdom and walk around. So it's interesting because it's not really exactly a fantasy. It represents kind of a real place Anandapur and the area around Expedition Everest, which we call Serkazong, they aren't real, they are fictional. But they represent real places because we want to talk about real things. And the level of realism partially comes from the fact that these objects are real, made by real people in real places. So that is from the Disney Parks YouTube channel. The series is called The Roadies Less Traveled. And the first one is called The Windows of Disney's Animal Kingdom Theme Park. Interesting information to know when you're walking around the Animal Kingdom, knowing that literally people from Kathmandu created and inspired a lot of the things that you see there. Right. They're hand-carved, all of that stuff. Yeah. So interesting. That's nuts. And it kind of makes me want when we go to to take a little extra time to stop and look at all that. Right. And, you know, we've heard people say with the low crowds and the low wait times that, you know, you're done with the park by 11 in the morning or something. But there is so much to walk around and see and, you know, just slow down. Yeah. You know, use this opportunity when the parks um, are are slower to, you know, slow down your vacation. You don't, you can't park hop. You can't, you know, go to this resort and then go to Epcot and then grab dinner at Animal Kingdom and then, you know, catch uh, Happily Ever After and, you, you know, slow down. Oh, yeah. Walk around. Yeah. Go do um, the Maharaja Jungle Trek. You know, go see the animals, go look up close at the Tree of Life. Like, there's so much to do. There is. It's it's really not just about the thrill that you have on Expedition Everest. It's not just about standing in line for an attraction. It's not just about the dining. The amount of work that's put in to just windows around I mean, the park yeah, is just... The, the concrete... You know, there's yeah. details everywhere. I saw the other day uh, a YouTuber that we watch and a good friend of ours, Michael K. We watch him every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he literally took the time the other day to spend his day at the park just looking at the tree of life and exploring the tree of life. Yeah. There is so, even the so far out from the tree itself. Right there where you can walk up and touch animals that are connected to the tree of life. Right there. How many times have I, have I probably stopped and noticed that? Probably not very many. You know, how many times have you leaned up against it to tie your shoe and moved on? And didn't even notice and what was there. And somebody spent a whole day carving yeah. that 
you hours know? upon hours yeah. of work. And you like set your uh, pulled pork cheese fries on top of it and moved on, <laughs> ate them and moved on your way. You picked a good dish though. I will, I will say that. <laughs> you, you take for granted so much mm-hmm. when it comes to the amount of money that you're spending. Yeah, I'm excited. I am truly excited. I really am. I mean, <laughs> we don't get to uh, take it slow a lot on our trips. Yeah. It's been four years since you and I took like a lengthy Disney vacation that wasn't like two, maybe three days. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's it was been like a while. 2016, I think, the last time we did that. Yeah. And even then, we didn't really take our time then. No, because. Um, we were like traveling with a large. We had five adults and three kids, <laughs> so yeah. um, this time I'm excited to just slow down. Yeah, enjoy it, enjoy all of it. And I'm hoping that when we end our day at you know one of the four Walt Disney World theme parks, even though they're closing early, I'm excited to know that I have not worn myself out. So when I go back to the resort to relax, I can go to the pool. Or we can go to, you know, a fantastic bar, mm-hmm. one of the many across the resort, and just enjoy a drink or something and, and relax. And not feel like you have to come back and pass out because you got to get up at the crack of dawn the next day and yeah. do it all over again. The only time I feel we need to really wake up at the crack of dawn is our Hollywood Studios Day to get our uh, virtual pass for <laughs> virtual queue. Yeah. Rise of the Resistance. But uh, I wish de- they would give you a. Uh, a boarding pass when you make your, like when you when you make your park reservation for the day, you get a boarding pass. That would be nice. That would eliminate a lot of different things. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Maybe that's something they'll do in the future. But uh, really do encourage you to check out the roadies over on the Disney Parks YouTube channel. Let's get to some of our Disney news. And I want to start with decorations. Specifically, when it comes to Halloween time. My favorite! At the Walt Disney World Resorts there at the Magic Kingdom. Now, we all know that Mickey's very, uh, sorry, Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party this year canceled due to COVID-19 and the pandemic. And a lot of people out there were kind of wondering if the Magic Kingdom specifically was going to be having those classic decorations, if they would make their way into the parks And so a lot of people have been asking, and Disney has come out and said, you don't have to worry, because those decorations are going to be making it to the Magic Kingdom this year. Uh, The only thing that we do not know is when Disney is going to specifically start putting them up. Usually we know, because that very next day, or a couple of days from the time they start, because there is Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party going up. Which is usually, I think last year, the first party was August 13th. Yeah. Which would be next week. So if Disney intends on doing something like that, we could start seeing Halloween decorations go up very, very soon within the next week or so. Mm-hmm. If they plan on doing that. Now, without the party happening, would I be upset if they waited until September 1st to start putting up Halloween decorations? I would not. No. Um, I think either way, we're, we're going to see them. Right. There are probably some vacationers in the month of August who would be upset that they wouldn't get to see them. Mm-hmm. You asked me the other day. <laughs> you know like what I'm when, saying? When can I decorate for fall? For fall. Uh, I usually try and wait. Jeff's birthday is at the end of the month. So I usually try and wait till after his birthday. Yeah. Um, 
But his usual answer is the first day of fall, like the actual first day of fall, which I right. think is around like 21st of September, 22nd of September. Something like that, yeah. But no, that's way too long to wait. <laughs> I gave you the option of September 1st this year. Yeah. Yep. So I think which, that would be enough time. I don't know. That'll be like prime wedding panic because we leave like three days after that. So I don't know if that's going to happen. So I think sometime between like August 23rd ish or after we get back, which will be the middle of September. So I don't know. It'll happen. Yeah. I don't don't know. I don't have a lot of fall decorations. We just don't have a lot of room for decorations like storage wise when they're not out. So I don't buy a lot. That's going to change. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely going to change yep. when we make our way back to the great state of Florida and closer to Walt Disney World. Have like, like a garage or like, a, like <laughs> an a, attic under the stairs. <laughs> yeah, something. No basements in Florida. No. Uh, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, there are plenty of attics. Yeah, yeah. basements where I'm, where I'm from, and they get jam full of stuff. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> like at your parents' house. Yeah. They got stuff everywhere downstairs in the basement. But uh, yeah. But yeah, worry not. I, I'm really confident that you're going to very soon start seeing those Halloween decorations show up at the Walt Disney World Resort. Let's head over to Epcot, where there was a problem with the vehicle screens that you see as you interact with and, and use uh, throughout the attraction. Uh, there was a TikTok user who posted a video of a very strange thing that happened. Now, instead of the usual screensaver that you do see while you're on the attraction, she saw a screen that had the Intel HD graphics control panel, which also displayed a World of Warcraft ad on her screen. And from that control panel that she was at, they were able to select different things. They weren't actually able to play the game or anything else like that. They couldn't do that. That would have been but, nuts. <laughs> playing World of Warcraft while you're on Spaceship Earth. Uh, it seems that it was the only vehicle that was dealing with that problem. I wonder if that's like the lead, if that was like the lead vehicle or something. Um, it could or have like been. a cord yeah. somewhere came undone. Yeah. Um, we saw, we talked about Michael K earlier, we saw in one of his videos, him and his brother were in two separate vehicles and their videos got switched. Right. So like he had his brother's video at the end and his brother had his video. So something's, something's funky. Something's going on. I mean, the ride wasn't supposed to be open right now, so I wonder <laughs> if there true. was like some <laughs> annual uh, service that they were like, well, we won't worry about it because it's not going to be open, but it is. I've heard rumors that the smell of Rome burning is currently not being used on Spaceship Earth. It was not working when I was there in March. And I was very upset because <laughs> it was theory, your last time. That was the last time I was going to get yeah. to ride it. And I was like, it doesn't even smell like rum is burning. I've heard rumors that is still happening. Yeah. Because yeah. of COVID. Again, uh, I don't know. I don't know how okay, that would so be is connected. It not, you know? Is it not working or can people not smell it through their masks? Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. I was at Marshall's the other day and I was like a dummy <laughs> trying to smell a candle through my mask. And it wasn't working, was it? <laughs> that didn't work. So. I got a bad feeling about this. It's not going to work when we're on Spaceship Earth. Mm. I love to hear, I love to smell Rome burning. It's my favorite part. Yep. I'm sorry that Rome did burn. 
right for people in rome <laughs> <laughs> i love the smell on spaceship earth over at epcot so hopefully disney has uh, had an opportunity to work on those uh, screens for spaceship earth and uh, nobody's gonna be playing warcraft anytime soon walt disney world has updated their website to indicate that in order to dine at a table service restaurant in a resort you're going to need to submit to a temperature screening just like you do when you enter any full, any of the four Walt Disney World theme parks or Disney Springs. This is what Disney had to say. With the increased cleaning in high traffic areas such as public elevators and escalators, handrails, benches, tables, handles, restrooms, and more. Additionally, seating areas, dining areas, pagers will be cleaned between guests. A guest dining in table service restaurants at Disney Resort Hotels will undergo a temperature screening prior to entering the location. As with other locations at Walt Disney World Resort that require temperature screenings before entry, anyone displaying a temperature of 100.4 or above will be directed to additional screening. Those with temperatures of 104 or above will not be allowed to enter, and those in their party will not be allowed to enter until their temperature does drop. Good. At quick service restaurants, menus are displays, uh, displayed on signage and at table service. Uh, you can scan a code with your mobile device to access the digital menu. And beverages and other items that were previously self-service are now served by cast members instead. So, very smart idea. Even though you're getting a temperature screening when you enter the park. But you're doing table service... At other places, let's just hope that you haven't been out in the sun for a long time or you didn't put your forehead on the uh, a trash can or, a trash can or <laughs> the hood of your car before you went in trying to play a prank. Because if you do something like that and it reads like 110. <laughs> That's someone's little brother that is going to uh, be real. The rest of the family is going to be real mad. Wouldn't surprise me if it were to happen. Yeah. If somebody wants to play a prank, but not a good idea. So that is going to happen when you're wanting to... Dine table service restaurants at Disney Resort Hotels. They are going to do a temperature screening. Also, some more changes have come to Walt Disney World's policy when it comes to face masks for ages two and up. The clarification says that face coverings may not contain valves, mesh material, or holes of any kind. Also, Disney did ban I'm sorry, ban neck gaiters and bandanas. The neck gaiters was kind of a surprise. I don't know why they did that. The bandanas, I, I do understand because the bottom of them are usually open if you're using those. Mm-hmm. But the gaiters, I don't really get. I heard that the gaiters was because they are not meant to be PPE. Like they're not meant to protect you. Well, neither are these cloth face masks that people are making at home either. No. You know, so what's the difference? I don't get it. That's her policy. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. You know, I don't have a problem with that. I just find it interesting. Us questioning it's not going to do anything about it. That's true. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So. Uh, the current policy also requires that the face coverings be made with a at least two layers of breathable material. And it has to, we've talked about this before, fully cover the mouth and nose while securing the chin also fit snugly against the side of the face and be secured with ties or ear loops. You know which masks fit those requirements? Disney masks. And the new Sorcerer Radio masks. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. 
since you've brought that up. I've been wearing my new dark Spaceship Earth Sorcerer Radio mask all week at work. At first, uh, I'm going to be honest, it was a little little tight, mm-hmm. a little too snug. You know, Disney wants it snug, it's definitely snug. But as I've worn it throughout the week, it has stretched out a little bit. And it has formed well, not that it's supposed to, but it has formed very well to my face. And it's very comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can see myself wearing this mask in the parks and feeling comfortable. I love the material it's made out of. It's really good. It's like a silky, it almost feels like a dry fit. Yeah. But without the like moisture wicking properties. Right. But it's that same like slick, not not hot, not like it feels very breathable and cooling. Um, yeah, I have the regular spaceship earth, the, the white one. I said I posted, I was like, white for the bride. The dark spaceship earth one has already sold out. Yes. <laughs> Gone within a couple of days. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, I want that one. I want that one. DJ Sorcy said, um, before we even have to put, the, gone. <laughs> put the newsletter out for the month of August. Masks are that the dark spaceship Earth was gone. There, uh, rumor has it, rumor mill, that there's going to be some new ones coming out. I love the fact that we're going to have some more. I've seen one of them. Yes, it looks fantastic. I love you, are, you, you are very excited. I am very excited. Yeah. So if you're going to want to pick one of these up, you're going to want to head over to the uh, shop at srsounds.com, uh, Etsy store, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. And uh, pick out your pattern and be ready for those new patterns when they drop as well, you know, at the same time. (laughs) That's pretty much all the news that I've got. Uh, There's a few other things that we do want to talk about, uh, but I'm going to leave that to Nicole to talk about. Coming up after the break, right here on Sorcerer Radio. Did you know that Sorcerer Radio has their own YouTube channel? It's true. Check out all of the great videos from Disney News, Resort TV, ride-throughs, music remixes, and more. Stop in at srsounds.com slash YouTube and enjoy even more magic from your favorite Disney radio station. Be sure to like and subscribe for all of the updates at srsounds.com slash YouTube. Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps? Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney. Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. 
Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Looking for a custom magic band? MagicYourBand.com specializes in custom skins for your Disney Magic Band. Choose from over 700 professionally created Magic Band skins or create your own custom design. Our decals are durable, waterproof, easy to apply, and are sure to turn heads on your next Disney vacation. So head on over to MagicYourBand.com and start creating your magic today. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. It's DW60 with Jeff Davis. Check out the sound. You like this. Love the music. Great music. All the time. All the time. Sooth to sooth. Everybody say. Sorcerer Radio. srsounds.com. DW60 here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long. SRSounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you. We're back. We hope that you have the opportunity to hear all of the shows on Sorcerer Radio, just like Touring the World with Andrew Sparks. Join Andrew as he takes you on a journey through the lands and parks of the Walt Disney World Resort. New tours embark every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Sorcerer Radio, right at srsounds.com. Yesterday's episode was Frontierland. Ooh. It was cool. Very cool. We very, both had cool. that spot for Magic Your Band, and we need to pick our Magic Bands, but I can't decide, so I think I might just get a plain color and then get one of their decals instead of... Instead of picking one of the, like, paying extra for a magic band. Yeah. I think I might just get a regular colored one and then get one of their decals. That's a good idea. I like the sound of that. Yeah, that's what I'll do. That works. So you've still got some news to uh, pass on to everybody. What you got? So I listened in to the investors call this week, the quarter three earnings call. Right. And Bob Chapek dropped some news. He did. He did some news. He did, just <laughs> casually talking numbers, talking about what's going on. And he let us know that Mulan will be coming to select theaters and Disney Plus on September 4th. But, <laughs> but here's where it gets interesting. Um, for Disney Plus, it'll be $29.99. However, that um, gives you access to the film as long as you have your Disney Plus subscription. So it's not, if you remember, Universal released Trolls and it yeah. was nineteen ninety nine for twenty four hours. Right. So this is twenty nine ninety nine, but as long as you have an active Disney Plus subscription, you'll have access to the movie. There are a lot of people who absolutely lost their minds. I don't when understand was, why was everything mentioned. has to be controversial. <laughs> I mean, just 
lost it. And the first thing that I thought of was, is, okay, well, let's look at the price itself, $29.99. That basically covers, on average, a family of four to go to a theater and see the movie. So now let's add on however much money you're going to spend on popcorn, candy, drinks, stuff like that. You'd be paying more just to go and see it the one time. But people wanted to just complain about it. Well, and you and I looked at it this way. Would we have paid to go and see it in the theater? Probably not. Probably not. Are we going to pay to see it on Disney Plus? Probably not. But that's for that's for us. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't have paid to go see it in the theater because it's just not a film that we were super excited to see. Um, will we watch it when it when it does come out on Disney Plus? Yeah, but we probably won't pay for it. But that's not because twenty nine ninety nine is too high, or that's not because we don't think they should be charging for it. That's just because we wouldn't have gone and paid to see it in a theater either. So. Yeah, that's true. And you have each each family, each person is going to have to decide if that works for them. And for a lot of people, it does make sense. It does. It's it. And I say on average, a family of four. Well, not everybody is a family of four. No. Some it's just a family of two. But you take the two, you're still still probably going to pay $20 for tickets. Mm-hmm. And then let's At add least. your popcorn and everything else. And you're basically hitting $30. Yeah. But then they said, well, I'm also paying X amount of money every single month for Disney Plus. $7. Okay. Well, you know, gee whiz. Give me a break. And some people got very hostile and some very negative, negative words were posted from some people, which was... Thankfully not in our groups. Well, there were a couple that I saw. One specifically that I had to delete, which I found was very inappropriate. Oh, really? I must not. From earlier today? No. You didn't see it? Mm -mm. You commented on it. Mm. Yeah. I didn't like what the person had to say, so I had to delete the comment. (laughs) Because it was a little bit too vulgar. For a Disney Facebook page. That's, uh, and <laughs> I just don't stand for that. No. I don't give you warnings. I just delete the comment. That's it. But am I going to see the film? Yeah, I'm going to see the film. Do I want to pay the 29 No, I don't. Eventually, it will be available for all Disney Plus subscribers without having to pay extra. Would we pay twenty nine ninety nine for a different film? Yeah. Depends. Yeah. Would we have done it for Star Wars? Yeah. Probably. Avengers? Yeah. Probably. When Black Widow comes out? Yeah. It may hit Disney Plus first while I pay twenty nine ninety nine for it. Yes, I will. So it just it's just for this movie. It yeah. wasn't the right choice for us. But yeah. if it continues, if this continues in the future. <laughs> Which is a very distinct possibility. They did somebody did ask Bob Chapek if this was indicative of future decisions and future releases and he said it's not but I think a lot of that depends on how well this goes so. and again how badly was the COVID-19 pandemic affected affecting the Disney parks um, I think they said they were down 85% over last year that's crazy that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot but stock is up so, oh, yeah, well, stock is up because they were talking about how well Disney Plus was doing. Yes. Especially with 
we're very, very close now to season two of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. So you don't want to pay the twenty nine ninety nine, pay the seven ninety nine, and watch The Mandalorian season two. Yeah. What else or you got? Watch um, animated Mulan that's in, already free. That's right, with Mushu and singing. <laughs> um, there is also a new discount for annual pass holders. So in the parks, annual pass holders have been getting a 30% discount since they reopened. Welcome back. Thanks for being a pass holder. Thanks for sticking with us because a lot of people canceled their passes. Right. So now they have a 30% merchandise discount. Well, now it has been extended to the Shop Disney website. What? Um, for Walt Disney World annual pass holders. So not Disneyland or DVC. Or, oh. Yes. So just Walt Disney World. But... Um, <laughs> What you need to do is make sure that your annual pass is connected to your My Disney Experience account um, online and then use the code AP30OFF on Shop Disney. Make sure. Yep, AP30OFF. Um, forget 30% off on Shop Disney. And I was seeing a lot of people this week um, stacking them. So. Um, this discount code with, say, if you're paying with your Disney Visa, you get another 10% off. Oh, okay. Um, right. If you spend more than $75, the code SHIP MAGIC or SHIP FREE, SHIP MAGIC, I think, will get you free shipping. Um, so you're able to stack discounts. I use a Chrome browser called Honey, I mean, a Chrome extension called Honey. I've heard of that before. And it will try different coupon codes for you. Or like different combinations of coupon codes to get you the best deal. So a lot of people were using that and it was um, the DVC codes were working, the Disney Visa codes were working, the free shipping codes were working in addition to this 30% off. My question is this though, using that discount code for annual pass holders, AP30, you know, like you said. Yes. Can anybody just go and use that code and get 30% off or does Disney verify that you're an actual annual pass holder when you're checking out. So your pass has to be linked to your My Disney Experience account. There you go. And then okay. you sign in to shop Disney with your My Disney Experience That account. part I was curious about. Yes. Because I could see a lot of people listening to us right now heading over yeah. to shop Disney and going, I put this at Jeff and Nicole said that, that this was, a, well, it doesn't work. No. And, you know, it's only good through August 14th at 1159 Pacific time. Short amount of time. So, yeah, just a little bit of time. Um, and then the last thing I had was the Disney Moms panel is gone. I mean, like just gone, gone, or, or what's well, happened to it? It has a new name. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It is now Plan Disney instead of the Disney Moms panel because it, in recent years, had included more than moms. You know, there had been dads and there had been grandparents and there had been all kinds of people. It was more Aunts than just moms. And, yeah. yeah I mean. um, so they've expanded it. They um, did announce that they're not um, doing another search for 2020. They're just going to, everyone gets a second term um, for the year. Yeah. And then now it is called the Plan Disney panel. So it says, Plan Disney is the official digital resource for helpful tips, heartfelt advice, and unique insights from real guests who have mastered the art of planning Disney vacations. Whether you have a question about a theme park, restaurant, service, shop, hotel, or activity, our Plan Disney panel is here to help you get the most out of your magical trip. Since we launched as an official Disney resource in 2008, 
We've evolved from a simple word of mouth site to the ultimate source for personalized questions and answers about Disney vacation destinations. Um, it says over the years, they've expanded the team, which now includes panelists specializing in Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and Disney Vacation Club. And the panel has also grown to include dads, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and more. Um, they said that the panel is enthusiastic, dedicated, and diverse with knowledge and experience to help you plan your Disney vacation. The panelists are real guests and not cast members or Disney marketing representatives. And they provide personalized answers to your questions based on their true experiences at Disney destinations. It's just like asking advice from a friend, neighbor, or family member. And we've selected each panelist for their undeniable passion for Disney vacations and their deep knowledge of a specific Disney vacation destination. Have you ever used it before? No. I haven't either. I don't know why. I don't, like I've said before, I don't consider myself a Disney expert. There are a lot of questions that I ask. Uh, but I've never, you know, logged on to there and asked a question from them. I, for you and I, we like to research things. Yeah, um, that's true. I like to go find information. I like to read articles. I like to watch videos. But I can understand, <laughs> yeah. especially on like a first time trip to Walt Disney World because it is so huge. Yeah. Just, oh. it, was so, it would be nice to be have one place to go and... Um, you know, I, I just cannot find the answer to this question, or the answer was really vague, which happens on Dis- with Disney. That is true. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, this is what they said, but what does it mean, or what is your experience, or what do you recommend? Being able to ask somebody that you know has done it a million times. Not to take away from the knowledge that our Sorcerer Radio family has when it comes to uh, Disney parks. Uh, there's a vast amount of knowledge uh, over on the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone and also the Sorcerer Radio Discord page as well. But, yeah, like you just said, utilize that panel. Yeah. If you've never been before. They can answer a lot of different questions. Well, and like, like people ask you and I questions all the time, but we've never been on a Disney cruise. That's right. You know, we yeah. wouldn't be able to answer yeah. a question like that. That's true. Or make, um, adventures by Disney, you know, or yeah. like, you've never been to Disneyland. And for me, it's been six, six years since I've been to Disneyland. So there's been changes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so know? much has changed. So, you know, we know a lot about one particular destination, but we've never been to an international park or on a cruise or anything like that. So, these people each have a specific Disney vacation destination that they have an immense knowledge about. So pick their brain. Might as well. It'll be like the best. It's like Disney Google, I'd say. Yeah, that's a good description of it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Ask Jeeves? You could ask Jeeves a question. Yeah. Like that. Makes me think of uh, what information the Genie app is going to have if it's going to. Uh, incorporate some of the knowledge from that panel into the genie app i don't know wasn't the genie app like a like a concierge like you could say i like princesses and i like roller coasters and it would give you suggestions yeah make a reservation and give you like your fast passes and say this plan for the day would work out great is the genie app even going to (laughs) happen we haven't heard anything since d23 expo nothing yeah years (laughs) (laughs) what is the deal Good stuff. Yeah. I did find one other thing we forgot to talk about real quick. Hmm. 
security-wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell them about the security change. So we've talked about before, they were testing these new security scanners at Disney Springs and at Disney's Animal Kingdom, right. where you don't have to take anything out of your bags. You just walk through the machines. And I believe they also had the capability to take your temperature, but I don't know if they were utilizing that at this point. Okay. But yeah. the machines have now, so they're in Disney Springs, or they were testing them in Disney Springs. They're at Animal Kingdom. They are at the International Gateway entrance into Epcot. And they are now at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And so the article I read about them today said that the machines at the International Gateway entrance are actually the ones that caught the woman we spoke about last week who had the guns and drugs in her bag. So they work. Uh, Obviously they work. (laughs) I mean, good grief. Wasn't that something? I'm excited to not have to... I know it ruins your morning when you have to go through security and they take everything out of your bag because I don't, I carry a very small bag if I carry one at all. And so everything is in your backpack. And so when we go through security and they make you take everything (laughs) Everything out out, and then they just kind of shove it back at you and say, move along. That's true. (laughs) Absolutely. "Ah." I did hear, and, and, and speaking of the different articles that we've read on this, I did see in an article today that individuals with larger bags, you know, like backpacks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Disney security may ask you to go off to the side just to double check. Not Maybe not for every person, mm-hmm. but some random selections like they've done in the past. So you. Uh, so it'd be me because yeah. I always get randomly selected for whatever reason. Yes, every sorry, time. I don't look like a menacing person. I'll be like through the gate, scan my magic band into the park. And I'm yeah. like, where did he go? And he's still going through the metal detector, shoving everything back in his bag. Yeah. And I walk away and you can literally see the disdain coming from my head because like, I'm so upset. Time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Like, I'm not wearing anything that's vulgar or, you know, menacing in any way. I just look like any other Disney tourist. But every time I'd get selected. When I've gone to the parks with um, Kristen from the Disney list, she said the same thing. She gets picked every time. Poor Kristen. And the last time we were in in Hollywood Studios, (laughs) they did the same thing. They pulled her through the the metal detector. And she's like, why? I mean, Kristen's smaller than I am. And I'm 5'2". You know, we're both both pretty petite. (laughs) Did not know this. Like... And she's like, why me? Why? It, it kinda, <laughs> I'm not I, threatening. I, I want to try a social experiment now. I want Kristen and Al John to come with us on a Disney trip. <laughs> and I want Kristen and I to go through Disney security together and see who they pick. Right. Because if, 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 they, if they both let us go. It's a fluke. It's a fluke. <laughs> you know, if they pick both of us. Then you know. Then you know something's up, and and we just look menacing. I, or guess. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Wow, that's crazy. But I love the fact that if I'm just wearing, you know, a uh, you a know, smaller fan, bag, fanny packs are a thing again. Yes. You know, if you're wearing something like that, or you have a small purse, that you could just simply walk through this scanner, and they're going to know whether or not you've got something you don't have, mm-hmm. that are not supposed to have. And just continue on with, you know, going into the park. Yeah. The only problem I see with this at Disney's Hollywood Studios, how many of these scanners do they have? Are we funneling people through, like, just two or three? Or what? So I'm thinking maybe a little bit of a bottleneck. Mm -hmm. 
traffic-wise when it comes to entering into that park. And people are trying to get in and find that perfect spot so they can get their Rise of Resistance virtual ticket. Well, and remember, there's no parking trams. Yeah. So Lots of walking. But there's no, like groups of people coming in at one time you know people are walking in so they're all just kind of trickling (laughs) in at their own space at their own pace there's no like tram full of people and then a lull and then a tram full of people so hopefully that helps with the traffic as well i hope so but uh the more that these new scanners continue to work the more that you're going to start seeing them Uh, located throughout all four parks of the Walt Disney World Resorts. And uh, it's going to make me feel a lot safer. I'll Mm -hmm. feel a lot better. We've already seen them work. Yeah, obviously, when you bring marijuana and guns to Epcot. And your diaper bag. And your diaper bag, of all things. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, let's get to some uh, birthdays. We do have birthdays that we need to do. Let's do that. All right. First birthday email says this. Good morning, Jeff and Nicole. I have listened to you for years, and I'm on Discord with you as well. Love hearing you guys on Fridays. We are five miles from the Magic Kingdom and are annual pass holders. Hopefully the good kind, LOL. We don't... We don't... Dislike annual pass holders. We've been annual. We, yeah. You know. We've been there. We know what it's like. We don't like the disgruntled ones. We just don't like disgruntled people, whether you're a pass holder or not. If, when they just sit there and complain all the time. I don't get what I'm deserving. Anyway. You know. Uh, them. <laughs> she goes on to say this. I wanted to see if you can send out uh, birthday wishes to my daughter, Samantha. Her birthday is August the 14th, but wanted to get this out there as we are headed to Chef Mickey's for a birthday breakfast and then the Magic Kingdom for her day. Luckily, booked it far enough in advance to get into the Magic Kingdom on that day as the AP days are still really limited. And I would have to say our favorite time in Disney is walking down Main Street, USA, seeing the castle, hearing the music, and taking it all in. The rides are nice, but the atmosphere and the special magic is the best, despite it being different now. My daughter is a lovely young woman turning 23, and from pushing her in a stroller to walking down Main Street, USA, it is my joy and honor to call her not only my daughter, but my best friend, who I know will go very far in life. She will not just fly, but she will soar. I hope you have a great time on your honeymoon and enjoy it to the fullest. Best wish, wishes and pixie dust. That is from KT. So a huge happy birthday goes out to her daughter, Samantha. Sparkles! Sparkles. Oh, sweet. And a ding. I love Main Street. It's my favorite. We were talking about this earlier in the show. Stopping and appreciating what you're getting to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's the way it is. So happy birthday to Samantha. Hope you enjoy your day. One more email to get to. It says, hello, I'm writing because my husband, Michael San- Stanford, has a birthday next Tuesday. I remember correctly, sometimes you guys do birthday shout outs on your show. And I was wondering if you'd include him in one. He's an avid listener and supporter of your show and channel, and I know it would mean the world to him. If I'm mistaken, and this isn't a thing, I'm so sorry for bothering you. Thanks for your time. Well, well good news is you were right. Good, Yeah, very good <laughs> news, uh, Morgan. Uh, Michael, guess what? Happy birthday! Happy birthday! And a ding. 
as well. Yeah. We also had over in the Discord, um, our friend Diana, her son is turning one this weekend. What? His name's Duffy. Isn't what? that cute? Oh, sparkles. Yes. And then um, our friends that we travel with more often than not, David and Jennifer. It was Jennifer's 30th birthday on Wednesday. The big 3-0. 3-0. So since we couldn't do like a big 30th birthday, I told her we'll do a super fun 31 next year. Super fun 31 <laughs> for Jen. <laughs> Fantastic. Here's an idea. Oh, no, I can't tell you the idea because I'm thinking... Okay, I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> so, I think it'd be cool when you turn 30 to have 30 gifts. That'd be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? So... So, when I turn 30... Yeah. Because you've already turned 30. I, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I turn 30, I fully expect 30 gifts. I wouldn't expect anything. <laughs> it was just an idea. If I remember it when it comes up, I mean, maybe I'll buy you 30 little dollar, things. Dollar store. <laughs> dollar tree. Yeah. Packs of gum. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? All right. If you've got a birthday or an anniversary, some type of a special event that you want mentioned here on DW60, it's real easy. All you have to do. <laughs> Oh, send an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Just You got a birthday coming up. You better watch out. Uh, I do have a birthday coming up. You do? Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'll just go ahead and say I'm, tur- I'm turning 45. Mm-hmm. You know, so 45 gifts for turning 45. That sounds 45 great. packs of gum. That's right. I love gum. You hate it when I chew gum. Because well, you snap it. Snap it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so for the individuals who are celebrating a birthday that we just mentioned, and for anybody else, this song is for you. Happy birthday, a great big to-do. Let's celebrate, yeah, celebrate you. So make a wish, make a wish on your special day. You're looking great. Come celebrate! Happy birthday from us to you. Oh, from the place. Yes, from the place where dreams do come true. So here's a wish. One, two, three, four part harmony. Happy birthday, your special day. To you. Yes, to you. That's good. Young man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at dw underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. If you want to hear DW60 in its entirety, listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. No, man.
my pourquoi and your pourquoi. 